Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive Time Tuesday to Friday. Don't bother with Monday from 4pm. Anyway, we start with old Ralphie Ragnick's Manchester United side. Annoyingly getting dumped out of the Champions of rubbish competition. And I don't really care about it. At the hands of Atletico Madrid and Old Trafford, who cares? Here's the fallout on TalkSport. And it's another year without silverware for Manchester United, who've been beaten tonight at home by a goal to nil, and they've lost 2-1 on aggregate. Has anyone seen Ralph Ragnick? Has anyone seen Manchester United? It's important to score the first goal yourself against the team, even more so against a team like Atletico. And in the second half, I don't know if the game was played for more than two minutes without being interrupted, without somebody lying on the floor. And uh, I think there were some curious refereeing decisions. I wouldn't necessarily say that were decisive. Maybe the one before they scored. But uh, I think he made it pretty easy for the referee, for Atletico, to do their time-wasting antics. The referee has a role to play, but the reason United are out is not because of the ref. It's because over the two legs, Atleti done a number on them. They got a little bit fortunate away from home as well. I thought Atleti were the better side. Yeah. Tonight, once they took the lead, I don't remember Oblak having too much to do. Ronaldo was disappointed. Ronaldo didn't have a shot on target. It was frustrating, difficult for us in the second half. We tried everything from normal play. We didn't produce that many chances. Manchester United, yeah. we're talking about here. One of the teams that you look at to, to go through defences and make things happen. World-class players we're talking about who can do something out of the ordinary. No. Embarrassing. Yeah. Ran, Embarrassing. Up against, ran up against a brick wall tonight, United, and ran out of ideas very, very quickly. So the idea of it all is your club captain getting jeered and cheered off oh, in, a, in the biggest game of the season yeah. when you're, and now the season's over in mid March. It's a new low for the football club. Reset. Try, we tried to do this will be the fourth reset now since Fergie. 10 years without a league title. We're becoming like Liverpool 
were in the 90s. It is a shambles of a football club. Do you think it will take Manchester United as long as Liverpool to get it back? At this rate, yeah. At this rate, absolutely. Where's the quality? There doesn't appear to be a plan. They're just feeling in the dark. It's just rotten to the core. And the end result is what everybody's seeing now. This club's been under demise for a long, long time. A long time before even Solskjaer came in. We're going about world-class players. But really, have we got that many? That want to play week in, week out? Yes, I'm not sure you have. Is. David De Gea, Varane, Ronaldo, Cavani. Okay, okay. Varane's never fit. He played tonight. He played 90 minutes, so he's fit. Yeah, he played tonight, but he's never fit. He might be world-class, but they don't want to be there. Diego Simeone went running down the tunnel at the end. He was pelted with bottles from fans, as he did. Not good from the United fans. You can understand the frustration, but not to that extent. The celebrations between the fans and the players of Atletico Madrid is a sight to behold. They're absolutely loving it here, but it's another dark night for Manchester United fans at the end of the game Diego Simeone walking off the pitch was hit with things things being thrown at him absolute disgrace I don't understand why fans all of a sudden think this is acceptable I've never seen it so much not just Manchester United fans I've seen it in other places as well what is going on with that Jace what is going on I have no idea you're right it's since we've come out of lockdown something has happened it happens up and down the country. This is not even, from what I can gather, unique to uh, to Premier League sides. There has been a spate of incidences where fans are turning on the players, but, thinking it's acceptable. But football fans are, so, you know, I, I, I go around the grounds, I go around country, watching, you know, watching mm. teams mm. playing. The fans are amazing. You know, normal people, great people, and. After a game, you throw a, a certain few, a small minority. I understand that, but who? thinks to throw something at an opposing team's manager as he's walking off the pitch. A top-class, world-class manager that people love and respect in the game. What are you doing? Now, the DCMS Select Committee have been tackling the issue of football ownership in the light of the Roman Abramovich situation at Chelsea. Nigel Huddleston, MP, was asked about Simon Jordan's comments that Abramovich was one of the worst things to happen to English football. We welcome investment into the UK. All investment into the UK, in particular as it relates to sports, has to be legal and it has to be subject to various tests. And that has been the case. So we recognise that there's need for more um, improvements. But it's really important as well that we make sure that we continue to have a robust and very uh, successful uh, football uh, ecosystem in the UK. Premier League is a major global success story. It's an outstanding export earner for the UK, and we welcome investment. The point, so about, have no the point about the fitness for owners is a valid one that you are making here today. Um, and, and as I said, it's important that we look at that, and we will be looking at that. With due respect, with the exception of Chelsea, Roman Abramovich was one of the worst things that could have happened to English football. We were on a direction of travel that was already upwards. Our Premier League was already flying. We already had the broadcasters throwing money at us. What you did was you created hyperinflation. You have no view as to whether or not Roman Abramovich has been good or bad for English football. I'm not going to be drawn on, on individuals today. I'm sorry, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from here. But of course, you know, the fact is that Roman Abramovich has been sanctioned. And he's been sanctioned for a reason, because he has links to Vladimir Putin. That is, uh, that is signal itself that in terms of his fitness to run a club, that is clearly not the case now. So in terms of the historical uh, investment, I can't really comment much further, but I can say the fact that he's been sanctioned at the moment, I think, speaks for itself. 
Now, Chelsea have withdrawn their stupid request for Saturday's FA Cup quarter-final against Middlesbrough to be played behind closed doors. They had, unbelievably, previously said the game should go ahead without fans. And I quote, in the interest of sporting integrity, because they're not allowed to sell any away tickets. Oh, no one should go and see them play. To turn around and say, we want to hurt another football club because we are being hurt or we're being sanctioned. We want to make sure that people can look at us in the worst possible light. What a way to finish the day. The club has agreed to remove their request for the Emirates FA Cup quarter-final tie against Middlesbrough to be played behind closed doors. They've been super leagued. Remember the Super League was obviously built up, the fans' reaction, and then it got knocked down. So, to matters on the pitch. They play Lille in the Champions League tonight. Blues boss Thomas Tickle Tickle, said they are facing new difficulties in light of sanctions. Let me just look for that violin music. We have some new things to talk about, like how to arrive at games, like things that are normally taking care of, of the organization team and the team management team. And now we have to, to stick together and, and have our heads together and give our opinions and then find solutions on also matters like how to arrive at a match. This was not the case before. So there are some subjects that we are not used to discuss, but there's no problem to discuss it. We spend some extra, some extra time, some extra hours, give our thoughts, and then we find solutions because we want to find solutions because as as hard as we want to play the match tomorrow and uh, make it to the next round we want to also play the match in FA Cup on on Saturday we want to make it into into the next round it's Kai Havertz who celebrates at the shed end for us to come to the games is the most important thing I think there are a lot of harder moments or harder things in the world right now than uh if we have to take the bus or the or the, the plane to a away game, I would pay it. It's no problem. Now, Antonio Conte's Spurs side take on Brighton and Hove Albion tonight on TalkSport in the Premier League. We'll hear from the Tottenham gaffer shortly, but first, his super Ali McCoy on The Breakfast Show, claiming star striker Harold Kane needs to leave Spurs for United or City. I've thought about it long and hard and I hate myself for saying it because I love loyalty, right? And I, I don't think there's enough loyalty in football nowadays. So I'm going to contradict everything that I feel, to be honest with you. But for his own career, he's got to move. Man City and Man United. Um, How you got to Man United? They're going to knock the stadium down. They don't know who the new manager's going to be. Whatever, you know. Well, I'll ask you a question. Do you think he's going to have a better chance of winning some of Man United or Spurs? Come on. I think the joke's over now. He's given them so much Harry Kane. This season as well, he stayed. Nowhere near winning a trophy. Nowhere near as well getting top four. He's, he's going to be 30 before you know it. And he's going to be one of them players that should have went to a big club, stayed at Spurs. And if I was him, I'd 100% go to Man City. If they still want him, though, because Haaland's available yeah. in the summer. Yeah. And if Manchester United can get the, the, the proper manager in, go to Manchester Who's United. You know very well what I think about, uh, about Harry, you know. And Harry is... Uh, a really, really important player for us. And uh, I think uh, that um, this is the moment that uh, I have to ask a lot to the big players. And uh, I have to ask a lot to, to Harry, uh, Hugo, to Sonny, and these players in this moment, uh, and uh, us to try to, to lead the situation, to try to, to keep us until the end. Liverpool take on Arsenal in the Premier League tonight. Oh my goodness, what a game that will be. Reds boss Jurgen Klippity-Klopp was asked if he watched City's draw against Palace. Here's Klippity-Klopp's response. You can't see this, but he's of course smiling, wearing a hat. 
but Liverpool will be mightily happy with what's happened in South East London tonight because they're going to be four points behind City, still got to play them, and they have a game in hand as well. Yeah, I watched it for exactly 65 minutes for analyse reasons. Believe it or not, just have a look at what are they doing. Don't have very often time to watch games in real time, so when they're really happening, I have to watch it back on stuff like this. This year, I watch it a good watch, but I thought Crystal Palace did really well, but City did really well as well, just in finish situations off and the last 30 minutes or whatever. I, no, I didn't watch it, so I got some point, saw the result, and was surprised. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, Rachel Blackmore has retained the champion's hurdle title on unbeaten horse Honeysuckle on the opening day of the Cheltenham Festival. She made history last year as the first female rider to win the race. Here's the winning moment as heard on TalkSport. And coming now to the final flight as Honeysuckle takes it. Epitone being roared up the crowd. I think she's going to do it. It's going to be 15 out of 15. A magical moment. Rachel Blackmore was greeted in stony silence a year ago. But not today. Extraordinary. Wonderful. Brilliant. Intoxicating. Wonderful to see. Oh, it, was, it was incredible, to be honest. Uh, walking back down that chute, I've never felt anything like that. There wasn't a, a moment's silence. Uh, it was incredible. People here, you know, it's just an amazing crowd, an amazing atmosphere. You know, you know, it's easy to say that when you're winning, but like, it's just it's a very special place. And walking back in here to those cheers is just so special.
Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4 p.m. today alongside the wonderful Darren Bent. Straight after us from 7 o'clock, it's Brighton against Tottenham Hotspurs. That one is live and exclusive on TalkSport. Presented by Adrian Durham, who's watching Arsenal against Liverpool. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.